Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Steve and Crypto Show, presented by thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm CryptoZoo. You have reached episode 108. Thank you guys for listening. We hope that you're digging the show. We know that we like making it for you. We like making the show for ourselves, too. But uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple things that keep us going and, and helps to uh, keep the show rolling steve take it away well the, the best way to help the show is financially not everybody can but uh, <laughs> we have a patreon set up and you could go there and you could pledge i believe it's as low as like a dollar a month to help support the show and keep it going and uh help us advertise help us upgrade and fix any uh equipment or anything that we're using it allows us to to buy promo materials, stickers, pins, merch, all that stuff. It all helps. Every single penny that comes into the show helps and goes back into the show to make it better. Um, so on Patreon, we like to to post things. We'll post photo galleries of events we attend. We'll we'll put short uh, audio clips and and conversations we have, kind of not uh kind of separate from the the main show we like to to use the patreon to be a little more personal we let you in a little more in our personal lives like caleb has shared crypto sorry crypto zoo has shared whatever okay i'm gonna call caleb all the time um he uh you know he shared trips he's gone on with his family i share I have conversations with my fiance about what we do. We love playing games, board games, tabletop games. We talk about that, which we just recorded a, uh, a, I guess we'll call it an episode for Patreon that will go up very soon. I have it ready to drop right now. Just uh, got a little behind on getting that posted because we are in the process of prepping for an event we were invited to, which is, Basically, what we're covering in this episode, we'll tell you a little more about that in a few minutes, but please visit our Patreon, consider pledging, subscribing, patreon.com slash Steve Crypto, that's the place to go, and uh, where else can they find us and support us? You can find us at buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. I just had delicious coffee before we recorded this, but now I want more. I'm drinking one right now. 16 ounces just wasn't enough, man. I need some more. But Mm -hmm. you can head over to buymeacoffee.com, and it's basically a a tipping service, and all contributions go towards the show, uh, towards promotions, um, you know, helping out with merchandise, all sorts of different things. It helps to get us to the show that we're heading to. You know, um, I mean... We uh, we definitely 
use our own contributions to to make these things happen but we appreciate the help from our listeners as well and we love all you guys truly anybody who is paying attention to our show because there's a million podcasts you can listen to we appreciate you for choosing us making us your third favorite that's right we thank you sooner or later i'm gonna make t-shirts of that but carry on sorry (laughs) again that is buymeacoffee.com slash steve crypto go check it out and you can also go check out our our merch shop over on etsy we have t-shirts mugs magnets we have two different t-shirts over there um you could do that or you could hit us up directly and we could get you stickers and pins super cheap uh it all goes all the all the funds go back into the show and helping us grow uh and all this stuff just as important is social media so uh Tell them where that's, they could get us on the social media. Well, I was going to give you the link to Etsy real quick, that's, too. That's, that's cool. Etsy so, slash shop slash Steven Crypto merch. I guess that's kind of important. If you don't already know. That's that's kind of important. But yeah, go there. Buy a t-shirt. And, and then head over to the social medias, yeah. to uh, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us at CryptoZoo88. At the Steve Strout, we also have a Facebook group that you are more than welcome to join. Um, you know, if you're just a fan of pop culture stuff, go ahead and join the group and check out what everybody has to offer. If you also are a creator of pop culture, you know, comic books, you're making a movie, you have an album you're working on, um, things of that sort, we definitely encourage you to contribute to the group. And share some things you're working on. Share a little piece of it. Throw a, a song from that album in there. Maybe if you have the trailer set up or you have a, a scene from your movie that you want to share, go ahead and post it. Um, we just want to check out what you guys are working on. So, again, just look for the Steve and Crypto Show Facebook group. Become a member and and go ahead and share what you have. Share what you're working on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of working on stuff, it's funny that you mentioned making movies and, and sharing it in there. Uh, we had, I believe it was episode 105, we had a filmmaker named Matthew Mark Hunter on, who I, I've developed a pretty good uh, working relationship with, and uh, he invited me to be part of his new project as a, as a producer, an assistant producer, which basically I'll be just doing stuff remotely, promoting it. Trying to spread the word, getting people to, uh, you know, uh, check out the Indiegogo campaign. He has a movie he's working on, just getting production rolling, called Nightmares Unleashed. It's going to be a pretty cool story. It's about a, a girl who gets pulled into her TV, and she has to go through, it's going to be like uh, different scenes. She's going to have to go through different scenes of different, movies that she watched that scared her like her nightmares they're like unleashed so she has that to sounds like, really kind fun. of kind of battle through them like the different stages it to uh try to escape fighting all her her nightmares and the monsters from the movies and stuff and uh should be fun it's going to be kind of off the wall they got a lot of cool uh 
like costumes and stuff. I've seen some of the photos and images of some of the stuff that they put together for the movie. And it, I'm definitely excited about it. And I'm absolutely when he, you know, asked me to help out, I was on it just because the story itself was cool. But then to show me what he has already, I was like, hell yeah, I need to be a part of this. I'd be glad to just spread the word and share it around. Um, so he has an Indiegogo that he started for it to raise the funds for it. 60 days. Uh, I think they're just trying to do, it's going to be a really small budget, like 10,000 or something like that. Uh, but there's like a ton of cool perks. Like he's given away like costumes and like props and uh, you could sign on, you could, sign on he's doing uh he is one that's pretty cool it's like a raffle like you could buy like a raffle to become a, a producer on the film just to get people to buy like raffle tickets like 15 bucks and you get in a drawing and you'll get film credits and stuff and it, it's cool just you know there's a lot of movies out there you like pay this much and become a producer this and that he has all those credits but also on top of that he has those perks excuse me also on top of that he has a bunch of cool things like i said all the props and all that stuff so it's pretty exciting it's a really cool story um he's a good dude good super young kid he's i think he's 22 or 3 and he has over 200 productions under his belt mostly shorts but this is going to be his feature debut that he's written and directed so this is like a beta this is like his uh his dream his dream uh production so hopefully you guys check out the the indiegogo i'll put it in the show notes so you can check it out i mean even sounds if you like don't, a good time even if you don't want to contribute and get involved monetarily or anything uh share it spread the word yeah that's that's probably the best way to get get it out there it definitely helped, just like with the show. Share it. He said on our social media. Share it on our social media. Share this. Uh, yeah, something I'm super excited to be part of. So uh, let's uh, carry on. <laughs> Speaking of things that I'm that you're excited about, something that I'm excited about being a part of, uh, the Olympic Collectible Expo is coming around again. This time, it's going to be in the spring. So... The date is Saturday, April 29th. It'll be at the Kitsap Mall in Silverdale. Free admission, all ages. Everybody is welcome. It's going to be from 10 to 5. Uh, there's going to be vendors with toys, cards, comics. There's you know local artists. There's going to be a silent auction. Um, you can contact JD Sweet at OCE98383 at Gmail if you are interested in becoming a vendor if you would like to you know if you have something that you would like to sell or you know if you have some art that you are looking to uh to spread around you know to uh to the community um right. if you have something that you that you want to you know set up and and sell then then give them a a message so yeah um where is that at again Olympic Collectible Expo, Kitsap Mall, Silverdale, April 29th, Saturday. Silverdale, Washington. Yeah. You got to remember, we don't have but four Washington listeners, everybody. <laughs> All the other 10 million listeners are everywhere else. 10 million, wink, wink. Um, so, yeah, uh, main reason we are 
here on this episode because we love doing this every freaking episode. But uh, this episode, we're, we want to hype up an event a little bit that we were invited to. Again, we got invited to another event. How nice does that feel? That shows very conventions and stuff. Or, yeah. We were, they really care about us. They um, really like us. Yep. So there's a event in Kent, Washington called the Meeker Street Nerd Party. It's happening February 25th. It's uh, basically there's a, a whole block of businesses in in the downtown Kent that are like bookstores, comic shops, toy stores, uh, retro collectible shops, just all nerdy shit. Uh, they all get together and they just make it a, a, a thing, man. It's like sort of like a convention, but it's more like a party. It's just a bunch of nerds wandering around the neighborhood and shopping and checking out vendors. And there's going to be a ton of authors and artists and Steven cryptos and hopefully just one Steven crypto. But, uh, and our guest for today, of course, uh, we have a little chat with Sandy Selner. If you don't know her, first of all, you should, because it's the 30th anniversary of the power Rangers and Sandy was alpha five in early seasons of the show so if you don't know her that's you will you will after this she's super cool super sweet lady yeah we had talented. a great chat uh, she makes a damn fine robot and uh we chatted with her which we're running a few uh she's a great robot and a great person great robot and a great person but yeah we, there's a bunch of cool stuff there uh i was bringing up the list actually of some of the author names. Some I'm not that familiar with. I'm going to run a few by you guys. Uh, let's see. We have an uh, author named J.P. Barnett. Tommy Rice. Jeff Grubb, who is pretty well known. Will McDermott. Uh, author named Steve Miller. Not the Steve Miller band. but <laughs> Steve Miller, who uh, worked on the, the Ravenloft books, which was a popular kind of a horror theme series. It's probably the same guy. He just doesn't want you to think that it's yep. him. <laughs> trying to keep a low profile. He's like, he's a joker and a smoker and a horror book author. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really Some excited. People call him an author. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Laura Senf, S-E-N-F. She wrote a book called The Clackety, which I just finished reading. It was for a kind of a younger, a younger, like young adult audience. But it was really fucking enjoyable. As a horror fan, I dug it. It had super spooky vibes. And I was just describing to to Crypto Zoo before we started how it was. Uh, it was kind of. I got like a, a if Tim Burton wrote Wizard of Oz kind of adventure, and it was it was pretty cool. Like she's gonna be there. I'm hoping that we get a few minutes to talk with her for a future episode and. Uh, it was a cool book, and and I guess she just got nominated with this book for the Bram Stoker Awards, which is an honor. It's like the honor of honors if you're a horror author. But uh, okay, I found the other list here just of some artists like Laurie Collins, Tori Sleeper. I'm hoping to see all these and check out all these people because I want to find out who they are. Essence uh, Comics is a, a indie producer. And then, of course, this is all put together by Page Turner Books and the Retro Emporium. 
This is all in Kent. I'm fucking hyped for this, man. It's going to be yeah. cool. We haven't gotten to get out and do anything since the Jet City comic show, which was October. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be good to get out and mingle with the people. And uh, so with all that being said about that event, uh, we're excited. We can't wait to be there. If you're in the Northwest, come to Kent, Washington, February 25th. I believe it's from like 3 to 7 p.m. That's right. At the, the Meeker Street Nerd Party. Look it up. Find the event on Facebook, Meeker Street Nerd Party. Yeah, uh, you can shit. also just look at Retro Emporium and they'll probably have information about it. Yeah, I'll share it to the, the Stephen Crypto Show Facebook group. We'll go find that. Now let's uh, jump in, meet Sandy Sellner. She was Alpha 5 in the early Power Rangers series. And yep. it's even more exciting because this 30th anniversary of the Power Rangers here in the U.S. So let's go chat with Sandy. And aye, 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 we're old. <laughs> and when we get back, we'll uh, say bye and uh, maybe have a little trivia. Hey, everybody. This is Derek from Monster Kid Radio. And you are listening to the best podcast not called Monster Kid Radio, Stephen Crypto. <laughs> Hey kids, I'm Jax, host of the podcast Here for the Booze. Grab a drink and join me in discussing themes in movies, movie recommendations with mild spoilers, movie trivia, decorating my creepy corner, my horror vinyl collection, and horror documentaries. Be sure to check me out on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram. I'll be sure to give you the lowdown of all your favorite horror and maybe something new for you to enjoy. Come find me. I'm Mr. Lobo of Cinema Insomnia, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Or are you? Hey, we're on the Steve and Crypto Show. We have a special guest. First of all, before we get into it, I want to uh, thank our friends at Page Turner Books and Retro Emporium in Kent, Washington. They were so gracious to invite the Steve and Crypto Show to come hang out and promote ourselves there. And uh, I found out that they have another guest that's going to be part of the event. That is, a, I think it's fairly pretty darn well timed, first of all, because this is the 30th uh, anniversary of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers making it Woo-hoo! in, uh, in <laughs> the, the U.S., right? That's the 30th. Yeah, in the, in the U.S. And then... Uh, and now with the event, which is happening on February 25th in Kent, Washington, the mm-hmm. Meeker Street Nerd Party. It's like I've been to, to the shop down there, both of the shops that are kind of leading the, the charge with the event. And they're both like Retro Emporium is the perfect shop to have this guest. Let me let me introduce it before I keep rambling, because I could brag about Retro and, and Paid Turner for an hour alone. But we have... An OG cast member from the Power Rangers. I believe she was in season two and three. And we have the actress, the actor who played Alpha 5. Hello. Sandy Selner. (laughs) Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're we're good. We're just getting hyped up for the weekend so we could uh, all hang out and be nerds. 
<laughs> I'm excited for the nerd party. For the nerd for party, sure. yeah. So, um, <laughs> I guess we should probably uh, talk about Power Rangers for a minute because that's that's the the talk of the the year with it being 30 years. That's that's wild to think that it was 30 years. I know old. it's crazy. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel old at all. Not at all. <laughs> I was five no, years old. When that not came right out. now. Maybe, maybe I in the morning. Is there any uh, involvement in the the Netflix thing that's coming up with me? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. No, no they have a new, an all new robot. Um. Okay. I don't know much about that yet, but I'm excited to see what yes. um, what they bring to it. It'll be exciting. Right. So I know they're, they're doing a thing with uh, some of the original cast members, I think, coming mm-hmm. back for a special or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. I'm well, excited to watch it. You mentioned the, the robot. Might as well ask about the suit. How uh, <clears throat> tedious was it getting in and out of that thing and... It was, um, (laughs) it was interesting. Uh, I had two people that, um, were like, assist, like assisted me throughout the entire day. So they'd, they'd put me together and put me apart, uh, put me, (laughs) put me together and take me apart. Like when I'd have to sit down or get up or take my helmet on or off, cause they'd have to screw that. Like I couldn't get in it and out of it by myself. So, um, so aside from that, um, it wasn't too uncomfortable. It was just real clunky, you know, like <laughs> really hard and boxy. There's no like movement or give to it. So, um, I mean, in that, in that regard, it wasn't the, the most comfortable thing, right. but it wasn't too bad and definitely couldn't see much. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't care about you being able to see while you're walking around. <laughs> I think it could have only helped the character, like, you know, klutz around a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, sure like, we, we want extra klutzy. Don't give her no yeah. no vision. I, I think it helped. <laughs> um, how heavy was that helmet? Um, hmm. I wouldn't know what to compare it to. Um, right. It wasn't too heavy. It wasn't like I got headaches or anything. It just... Right. um. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I I wouldn't know how to. It wasn't too bad. That's all I can okay, say. Okay. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so w- with the role of Alpha Five, were you given, uh, like freedom to to perform it, or were they were in your script? Was it like you need to be, like you say, clunky, kind of awkward movement? <clears throat> the thing, uh. They gave me very little direction. Um, I had never seen the show at all. I didn't know what it was. So when I auditioned for it, like the only thing they told me was robot. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this could mean anything. I didn't know. Um, and the only direction they ever gave me was, you know, the waving your hands over your head to say, I, 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 you know, that, that hand movement kind of a thing. But other than that, it was just what I kind of did, you know. I think a lot of the the movements were dictated by the costume just because of how you kind of had to move around. Um, and then, you know, the other stuff is just like whatever, you know, you bring to it. Because I think, you know, everybody who did it was a bit different 
you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So yeah, the only direction that I got specifically was just, you know, the arm thing. And then other than that, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Unless to you have a, you had a little bit of creative freedom then. I mean, yeah, I guess. Just like be a robot. As much as you, you could. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. As much as you could in the suit. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there was that much more to be done. I mean, considering the space you're working with and the costume you're working with, and, you know. Yeah, you were basically in, for the most part, in the, the same set. Yeah, I was in the, the command center for the most part. So yeah. there wasn't, you know, you know, much. Uh, different, many different. We we did a lot of different stuff, but like, yeah, it was pretty concentrated there. And I left the the command center, I think, maybe twice, a couple times. Um, and yeah, that was interesting. But aside from those couple times, pretty much, um, all command center, maybe the classroom a little bit. How uh, was it? Was it? crazy the first time you got to see this set like like what am I getting into or is yeah, it... because like I said again I I still had no idea what the show was about right. <laughs> I really was walking in blind I really only knew that I was playing a robot and that's it um I got like the script faxed to me and I was like hmm okay so like I just kind of went over my lines because they didn't give me a full like uh script for everything just like what I was kind of my like my parts I guess right. um and then I just I showed up and and really it took a long time for me to even know what the show was about because <laughs> like I really just was exposed to my my um parts of the show right. and then you know I'd go about my I was 19 years old you know and I was yeah. I was focused on my acting career since I was young so like this was you know, my first job in TV and I was still auditioning actively for other things. So, um, it, I, I honestly didn't, I didn't sit down to watch the show until years later. Um, cause you know, like back then it would require somebody to be home at that time, which I never was. And, you know, recording it at some point, <laughs> my little brother was for sure not doing that for me. So yeah, it took like, <laughs> years for me to go oh okay <laughs> and then I you know watched um you know just mostly like my seasons like what I had done and got a good giggle <laughs> yeah. yeah you mentioned your brother <laughs> like, like your I family together I was like oh this is a whole different thing <laughs> it was a whole new experience to re-experience it in a different way what did your family have to say about the whole show and your your part um honestly not much I mean they were proud of me they're just like oh cool and my little brother too he's just like oh yeah dork you're playing a robot I, like he thought it was hilarious <laughs> because he's my little brother he has to you know crack oh, yeah. on me I I have to tell you this like it made me cry this is gonna sound so corny but he only ever made fun of me right and um I just went over to visit him and my little niece and nephew and he was like I'm like, he said something about being proud of me or something. I was like, what are you talking about? All you did was make fun of me. He's like, you were my favorite character from the show, stupid. And I was like, I didn't even know you watched it. He's like, what was I going to tell you, though? And I was like, oh, my God. 
so you're it took you this long <laughs> to tell me <laughs> like this whole time i'm like everyone thinks it's <laughs> like he ridiculous was, he was he wasn't gonna admit it till he was an adult i mean no and i mean yeah. it was the sweetest thing to hear now but i was like what a wanker like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure when you weren't around, he was like, yeah, my, my sister is a alpha yeah, power ranger bragging about it. Trying to pick up girls or something like, hey, you know, my sister's, yeah. I know power rangers. Like, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. So how did, how did the, the role uh, fall into your lap? I mean, not fall into your lap. I'm sure you auditioned and whatever, mm-hmm. but. Just like the normal auditioning process, my agent called and, you know, said, be here at this time. And they always give you very little info. Um, They just said it's a TV series and um, you're playing a robot. And I'm like, okay, and walked in with that. And and that was it. I um, went in and I read on set, which was new. Usually you don't audition on set. You, you know, you're in an office building or something. But um, yeah. It was I just auditioned the one time and they called me. I want to say later that evening or the next day. It was really quick. Right. So well, that's a good there... feeling. Yeah, yeah, really. That never happened. <laughs> well, not in my experience. <laughs> never ever. Like you forget. You're supposed to just do it and then just forget about it because yeah. likelihood of getting called is like really low. <laughs> and then you know when you do, sometimes it'll be a year later and you'll get a call and you're like, oh, I forgot about that. Right, right. So yeah, it's best just to like go in, do your best, and keep keep on with your life, yeah. <laughs> or you'll go insane. You know. Well, was there any point not to 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 take away from how awesome the role is? Was there any point where you were like, I wish I had gotten a role where I got to be me and show my face on screen before? You know what? <clears throat> Everyone. You would think that at that time, especially because, um, you know, that's what I was doing with myself. Um, you would think that I, I may have wanted to, like, try to do something like that for the show or feel a certain way. But I really didn't. Um, I was really happy to play the part that I was playing. Um, it was super fun for me. And like I said, I was still, like, going out for... Um, a lot of other things and to be quite honest um my heart was really with uh dramatic like uh content then so um that was kind of my focus at the time and I just really looked at it as super fun and it was my first television experience so it was like a huge just learning just like the greatest learning kind of situation because you know we're just a bunch of kids and it was kind of everybody's first foray into this so we were all kind of just, you know, learning as we went. <laughs> right. So, yeah, no, I, I always just, I, it was just fun. I, I was happy with, with everything the way that it was. Yeah, it's definitely a big thing to just be, be young and just kind of just plop into this established uh, show like that. That's starting to get really popular and mm-hmm. would have been, was it, was it, ever feel overwhelming or was it just having fun and just yeah like like I said 
um, I was, I know I went on second season, but like I went in not knowing anything about it. So I didn't know it was popular. I didn't know literally nothing. I'd never heard a thing about it. It's probably for the better because you probably would have put too much pressure on yourself to like, because this thing is already, it's already a thing. So I need to live up. Yeah, this I or, think that it worked out the way that it should have. Because I really, especially at that age, was really self-confident. You know, like myself. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it was just such a new realm and atmosphere and medium for me. So I think it all worked out the way it was supposed to. You know, okay. it was better that I didn't know the gravity of it before walking in. Because I most definitely would have been a basket case. But right. yeah, I, I had no clue. So I was like, oh, okay, what? You know, I don't know. Hopefully this is cool. I don't know what will happen with this thing, but <laughs> but it was already something. And I just, yeah, clueless, <laughs> completely. Clueless. And, um, it wasn't until, honestly, it wasn't until the movie and um, the movie had shot and they, I was in LA and I went through the McDonald's drive through with some friends and I was a Happy Meal toy. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, this is kind of a big deal, isn't it? <laughs> but that was kind of my first like, oh, okay, I see. So so you and your friends are in your early 20s buying Happy Meals? That was happening? <laughs> we were 18, 19. <laughs> okay. and... Not going to lie, I still get them when the toys are right, too. So. <laughs> yeah. I was talking yeah. to a girl who was 4 foot 11. So like, it's not like I'm... <laughs> like... <laughs> putting a lot away <laughs> there was definitely no judgment there so <laughs> so and then look 30 years later now it's still a, a thing it's like a the power rangers are like a cultural phenomenon a cult classic yeah it's incredible huge. it is incredible because like i don't i don't know that anybody could have seen this coming you know when we did this back then you know things like this didn't exist comic cons and you know, all the cool stuff that we get to do to interact with people. Um, I don't think anybody could have seen this coming. And it's such a gift, you know, to revisit 30 years later or so many years later um, and realize something you did a, a million years ago that you thought, you know, oh, you know, that was a fun moment um, to see how it really did touch so many people like in such a positive way and getting to hear everyone's stories and and just it's been such a gift that's all I can a blessing for sure and, and it's becoming like generational you know? yeah for yeah, sure I... that's the most special thing also was when I would meet um a, a fan that grew up watching us and they're in their 30s or so and and they're bringing their children children and their children are dressed up you know like us and they're huge fans so it's it's just like it was very cool to see that and um because I just yeah it like had no idea no idea how how important it was to people it was definitely one of my favorite shows growing up you know <laughs> as I'm a guy in his 30s and um <laughs> it's it's funny now thinking you know as you were just saying like my oldest is six years old and and uh, a year or two ago he had a, a stage where like every day he woke up and that's what he wanted to watch was power rangers the mm -hmm. old school version you know and we'd just go through every episode for a while there and yeah that was his main jam for for 
months. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know? and as his father, like growing up, it was it was it like watching it again through his eyes, like for the first yeah. time. Yeah, so and there's definitely like things that I remembered, and and then there were some things like like some of the some of the villains I I, I don't think I quite you know remembered when I saw them like, um, but there were a few that stood out. Like I had so many of the action figures growing mm. up, including Alpha Five, of course. But I had a <laughs> lot, I had a lot of figurines. Nice. Yeah, um, I was curious if you. Uh, if you have any fun stories like behind the scenes uh, just, you know, time with the cast, like, was there anything kind of funny that went down? Well, I have funny moments just because I'm an embarrassing person, but like, <laughs> I don't remember any, like, you know, massively or like an event in particular, as far as like working with the other cast, other than it was just fun and nonsensical all the time. It was just like a fun, funny atmosphere. Yeah. Um, which made it nice to be at, you know, because that's not often the case all the time. Right. But, you know, like I said, it's just a bunch of us kids, you know, um, doing this thing for the first time. So it was it was a really fun, like, because it was all, you know, this age range of people and it was all our first time um, doing this. Everybody came to work excited, you know, yeah. and that's definitely not the case at most jobs, you know, so it's like. You know, it made working like a 14 hour day a little less um, uh, horrible as it could have been. <laughs> right. Right. So, so you brought up conventions and events and appearances like the Maker Street Nerd Party, which is February 25th in Kent, Washington. I'm going to keep plugging mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so, you, you mentioned all the cast members. You, you, you obviously have crossed paths with a lot of them at other mm -hmm. conventions and stuff. Um, how are those interactions? Is it like meeting up with old friends or is it kind of everybody went their own what, way? No, you know, it's like a, it's like a big, huge extended family. Like, um, like one of my first, uh, major kind of experiences like that was going to power Morphicon. So it was like the beginning to my con kind of, situation going to these things and so I went and I was able to like not only just reconnect with my cast which was super nice a couple of them I kept in touch with throughout the years um but you know not everyone stays you know in touch this long and um so the con thing made it so we could all reconnect and and say hi and you know catch up and and, and above that I was able to meet you know the people that came later you know in in the shows and it really just does feel like just you feel like a family vibe like you've all you all have something very and something special in common that nobody else would quite understand going through other than you or you know other people uh in the other casts from the show so yeah that's been my experience so far just it's really nice. I, whenever um, I notice that there's another ranger that I haven't met, maybe um, at a con that I'm at, I'll make sure to go introduce myself. And it's always nice. And, you know, right. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Speaking like of, speaking of that idea, have, have any cast members from, from versions of power Rangers later, you know, after your your version have they ever bumped into you somewhere and and just kind of like caught you off guard said hey i'm 
so-and-so from, you know, this version of Power Rangers. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've been some inspiration. I have had people um, come up at, at cons and stuff and introduce themselves because um, I for sure didn't, you know, I didn't watch the things that came after my thing. Yeah. Um, and so um, they know, <laughs> a lot of them will know who my character is, but I won't necessarily know there. So I've had that happen where they, they'll know who I am and they'll come over to say hi. And it's super nice because then I'll get to, I'll get to meet them and then I'll find out about, you know, what what series they belong to and right. yeah it's always so fun just meeting so many new people with kind of like the same you just all belong to the same kind of club you know yeah you instantly have some common ground yeah you do for sure and you definitely just all of it yeah you definitely just go into it feeling like that like a comfortability about it like yeah <laughs> i get it. i could i could uh i could imagine i i get that um so you do mention that you make it a point to go and, and meet the other casts and stuff that you have. And of course, visit the ones that you do know. Um, mm -hmm. Do you also look ahead when you're going to these events and shows and look at other guests and programming and stuff and plan like, okay, I'm going to take two hours. I'm going to need for myself to go meet this person or go shop at this booth or something. You know, I haven't done no. that. Um, no, because uh, generally, uh, you know, we go to these things and your uh, all of your time is really, really hyper focused on, you know, the fans that you're meeting and doing your thing and being, you know, dragged here and there for your photo ops and your panels and, you know, and then you might have commitments, you know, right after and <clears throat> It's just really hard to to do something like that. Like, I think I, I walked around briefly for the first time in all these years <laughs> at um, Emerald City. I think I, I walked around to just because I noticed some really amazing artwork that was like right next to us. So I like scooched over a bit and I I took a little look. But um, it's hard to to get away for that long at, at places like that. But yeah. <laughs> Have you have you been to any of the shows and like found out after the fact like oh my god that person was there I've wanted to meet them forever yes yeah. yes yes the, um one time that really uh, got to me was it was one of my first shows I went to was Lexington and um I didn't know who was going to be there I didn't know how big the show was I was just walking into it like naive and had no idea and Henry Winkler was there and I wanted oh to meet god. him. Oh. <laughs> have and have you so met sad. him yet? Have you gotten no, to meet him? No, no, oh we always goodness. miss each other, and it like it makes me sad because I was I had that opportunity, and I I noticed he was there, and I was just I was very 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 busy, and and there was no way I could uh, get by at that time. But I was like, okay, tomorrow, because you know I was there for a number of days. I was like, oh, tomorrow I'll go, and and he had gone home early from the show. Oh so. no. Yeah, I had missed you, my opportunity. It was sad. <laughs> if you ever get another opportunity, like put it in your contract, be like, I need an hour to go meet Henry Winkler or something. I just like, want one hug from that man. Like I've heard the most amazing. I mean, we all grew up with the Fonz, let's right. Um yeah. like everyone loves him. Um, but as like his roles older and his most recent stuff has just been so like it was nice to see him back on stuff and oh yeah he's just like he just he's like 
uh, like everyone I know who's met him just says like he gets the best hugs in the entire world. (laughs) I met him. Amazing human. He is such a nice guy. When I met him, he was so cool. Like he, it it was like to the point where it was was like, I know you're busy. So thank you for nice to meet you for autograph. He's like, we're going to talk. Like he, he, We'll keep oh. you there, just talk and just <laughs> hang out. Excuse and... me. <laughs> just... I missed I I like I feel like I just had that one chance. I mean, we're always missing each other because we all go to all these things everywhere. And I'm sure there will be another I hope there's another opportunity. Oh, there has to be. Henry, we know you're listening. You better yeah. give Sandy a hug. Yeah, we're, we're, the yeah, fawns listen to see if we hug. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, like Either he, give he, her a hug or sit on it. He didn't even <laughs> <laughs> he nice. didn't even yeah that was good he didn't even sit behind the table the whole time he just was like out in front of his table just club close with everybody and just chatting and pictures and oh saying hi to people just walking by and just so i'm making That's it worse i'm sorry i'm like just rubbing it it's so awesome. oh, i that. met her and you didn't <laughs> no i was saying like if if you if the opportunity ever arises you like be like i gotta oh yeah I'm not i gotta go use the bathroom shot. or something but go meet him like there's no way i'm missing my shot ever again that like i said <laughs> this is my like one of my first shows and i i didn't really know how things worked or right. and i felt like i didn't know if i could get up and and walk around or whatever and now i know better and i will definitely plan <laughs> plan better for that situation so what what do you personally take in from these events like you know the the interaction with fans and the other cast members and stuff like what what does it all mean to you personally um I think it just honestly like the opportunity to to meet people that I know are just it's gonna be so exciting for them it's gonna bring them joy like it's honestly one of the things that gets me out of bed to be honest like you know sometimes it can get tough to to want to get out and do stuff um in this day and time especially but um it really I've noticed it just giving me this um this will this excitement this joy you know to be able to like bring that to other people because it's been it's been a rough couple years you know so at this time that, that I'd have to say that's just the the biggest light in my life right now is being able to do that for people who are struggling right now yeah it's a really good feeling to just make somebody else's day yeah yeah Yeah. for sure because we've been at points like we'll have an episode that'll be kind of slow or something and i'll just i'm so hard on myself about everything and and then i'll have somebody reach out and be like oh i love the show or i love this or that or i'll run into somebody in public that's like oh i've been listening to your show and it's fun and it's it's just it it makes it makes it worth well see it's nice because uh, like you said on those down days it's just nice to get a little encouragement you know those little little voices that tell you to keep going like wait no you know what i am on the right track what i'm doing is a good thing um yeah so it's those little reminders i think you need every once in a while (laughs) like that you make a difference to somebody you know i think we all need that sometimes especially (laughs) nowadays 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. nowadays for Very sure. Much. Um when you when you do the shows, do you uh I know you probably have the usual eight by tens and stuff, but do you have any fancy exclusive Sandy Selner exclusive uh Yeah, I have merch a few... or anything? <laughs> Um, I will have a few things uh, this weekend at the Meeker Street Nerd Party. Um, aside from 8x10s, I also have some posters and I have some um, pretty rare canvases that are really cool from um, a really amazing artist uh, from the Philippines. It's really cool. Um, a few little surprises that I'll probably bring by. So you'll have to come find out. <laughs> there you go so everybody you gotta come on february 25th kent washington it's gonna be worth the trip either if you're in portland or olympia or spokane make a trip come on out and hang out it's just uh like 3 to 7 p.m it's just gonna be a bunch of nerds just hanging out and mingling uh sandy <laughs> will be there there's gonna be a ton of great authors and at the some... head nerd at the head nerd table i'll be sitting right there the head of the nerd table <laughs> the head go. of the nerd table <laughs> <laughs> and steven crypto will be like the bathroom attendant or something but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stand there with towels nice <laughs> um well, what have you been up to since like have you done and what what other gigs have you done i know i, I did a quick uh Skim through IMDb and saw a couple, yeah, that thing couple horror so movie credits, it's, which is that's pretty inaccurate. My IMDb, I don't know what happened with that thing, but um, after Power Rangers, I did um, I did a lot of independent film, and um, I did a bunch of just one day little guest things here and there on like some TV stuff. Like I, I literally, <laughs> I never watch the stuff I do, so literally like i'll have a friend that finds something like they'll be watching uh my friend was watching i think sabrina the teenage witch <laughs> and found <laughs> like shot stills and and sent them to me i'm like i didn't even see that and it's like it's embarrassing but it's funny because it's like <laughs> from many moons ago <laughs> and then you and then you remember and it's just it's weird but um yeah, and then I got I got back into theater, which was made me super happy. I, I was really happy to return to that. And um, I did my last play in Hollywood and then I got um, I got diagnosed with lupus and then I kind of had to I had to take a, a time out for a while right. and focus on on yeah. health and, and all that. Is, is there uh, anything coming up or? Yeah, I was, I signed on uh, to play the lead in um, a movie coming up and that was supposed to film um, this past spring, but it's been put on hold and pushed a little bit. But um, as soon as I know more about that, we'll have to talk about that again. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> pop back in and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be exciting because like I said, it was kind of heartbreaking when I got sick. I had to, you know, every, everything came to a screeching halt and this feel, you know, now I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm back on track. And, um, this opportunity just presented itself and it just feels like a a pretty cool blessing. (laughs) Right. Right. We'll see how that comes to fruition and, and keep everyone updated on it. Awesome. Do you know anything about 
the movie i think you could share is it like a sci-fi <laughs> or horror comedy i i would mix it up with a lot of different things like kind of horror-y thriller-y comedy dark okay. i would call it like a darker comedy kind of okay. a yeah it combines a lot of fun elements like it, it's going to be a fun thing to watch for sure all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Good. well we'll keep our eyes open for that um so this weekend february 25th the maker street nerd party kent washington Everybody come down, meet Sandy Selner. She was freaking Alpha 5 <laughs> in Power Rangers, like OG Power Rangers. And it's come down, celebrate 30 years of Power Rangers. Come down, celebrate being a nerd. Yay! <laughs> and come up, meet everybody else. It's, it is definitely not just us there. Um, we just wanted to chat and talk and let you guys know that we're, we're going to be there and we want you to come hang out with us. So come Absolutely. be nerdy. <laughs> uh, anything you want to add before we? No, I'm just excited to meet everyone. So definitely come out and hang out with me for a bit. It's going to be fun for sure. Yeah. Crypto, anything? I'm Same thing. I'm just looking forward to the live event and look forward to mingling with like our kind of people, you know, mm-hmm. because <laughs> like you, uh, you know, you know, like certain people you could talk to about the fandoms and, and pop culture things you're into. But like when it comes to events like this, it's just uh, you feel even more comfortable than than on your day to day life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I yeah, agree. it kind of goes back to the whole feeling like family aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You would think it would be jarring to be at like a big event with lots of people, but it really just feels like it does. It feels a little more comfortable because, you know, you're with people who kind of geek out on the same kind of stuff you do. And, you know, yep. it's nice. <laughs> but what, what, what do you personally geek out about? Oh, gosh. I personally geek out on people's creativity with their costuming. Like, I just love, like, seeing people and taking photos of their, like, just the imagination that goes into each and everything and the time that people take, you know, the the craftsmanship that goes into everything. Like, some things are just really, like, wow, like, mind-blowing. So I think that, that, and of course, like, ugh, just babies, being around the kids, just kids excited kids being excited is just like yeah. so thrilling you know just, like yeah good energy just yeah. pure joy yeah i mean how they're do not, you not take they're not that grown on? up and ruined by society yet they're just exactly. <laughs> living life but, you know, but then it reminds you it kind of makes you feel like that kid energy yep. again when you didn't when when things were that exciting and so yeah. it's just yeah that's like the coolest part <laughs> awesome yeah it's cool when like you uh you actually see you know kids that are dressed up with their parents together like yeah. i went to a convention years ago and i i mean i'm no joke i saw like movie quality mm-hmm. father and son predator costumes that's amazing and, i mean they they looked like they were straight out of the screen it was crazy and it's just cool to see like the kids that are into it just as much as their parents are and i love can, that Boy. so much I, I love it so much because 
<laughs> when we were when we were younger, like how how much did we have in common with our? But like, did I? Yeah. I didn't have anything in common that my me and my parents like geeked out on. Like so, like I no. love seeing that yeah. so much. When you see like a father and son or little girl and their and their dad or, or mom or whatever and their and their brothers and this their mm-hmm. siblings, you know, and they're all like excited and they're all like doing the same kind of thing together and that's just I think that's just so important for families anyway so it's nice to see that this offers you know an environment for that yeah and yeah it's just all good stuff especially (laughs) the the Maker Street nerd party it's very family oriented and very Mm -hmm. focused on family fun so nice yeah. I hope you can break away, you know, for a couple of minutes for the uh, the costume contest. Oh my gosh, I have to. Yeah, <laughs> like my favorite yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Sandy, thank you for hanging out. It was awesome chatting with you. I mean, thank you I, guys. We've chatted before, but I'm sure you met a million people by now and don't <laughs> remember chatting with the one of the hundreds of people at Jet City or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. no honestly when you popped up you looked familiar so i'm like okay because okay. <laughs> jason was like oh no we've met him at jet city i was like okay and then you know when i saw you i was like okay i, I you both I, look familiar to i me, think so. i still have pictures <laughs> on an old uh phone roll from that show i'll try to find them oh, and i'll bring them along I think, oh, uh, <laughs> I think my buddy was dressed as Negan from The Walking Dead. Mm. And uh and you hit him with a bat. Friend, yeah, and you hit him with a oh. bat. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. his name, John. John, yeah. John. Yeah. John I Nutter. That yeah. Overall yeah. I actually yep, yep. <laughs> I told him that you were gonna be at this event. He's gonna try to come down, but oh my god, yeah. I t- I remember his name even because like I have Crazy. that photo and I it always pops up in my memories and I always reshare it because yeah. that was like one of my fr- that was like my second con ever, I think. Yeah. Like um and it, we just had the best time. It was so much fun. And I remember that. And it was just because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think I got pictures of you hitting him with the bat. And I have pictures yeah. of uh, Robert Lazardo hitting him with the bat. <laughs> and he's he's intimidating. He's scary. Yeah, like, he, he, you should have seen the such a nice guy, him. though. No, I know he was making the funniest faces because we took a couple of photos together and he was making some silly faces. So he was just the kindest. He was super nice. Such a nice guy. Yeah. Super but, oh, nice. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna find the pictures and bring them. And uh <laughs> we will see you Saturday afternoon in Kent and Everybody come hang out with us. We're going to have a good time. Woohoo! Yeah. This is horror host Lee Turner with After Hours Cinema, and you're listening to The Stephen Crypto Show, a must-listen for fans of indie horror and the classics, also featuring some great fellow horror hosts. All right, we are back. Thank you to Sandy Selner for hanging with us and chatting. That was a blast. She's super cool, and I cannot wait to hang with her again this weekend at the Maker Street Nerd Party, February 25th in Kent, Washington. So make sure you guys come out and uh, hang out with us, too. So we're going to keep this trivia kind of Power Rangers related. So it's Elizabeth Banks, the actress and now director of the hit film, soon-to-be-hit film, Cocaine Bear, portrayed what Power Rangers villain 
in the 2017 reboot. Figured I had to keep it uh, Power Rangers related. So who did Cocaine Bear director Elizabeth Banks portray in the 2017 Power Rangers reboot film? You know what to do. Send us the answer. We'll send you stickers and put your name on a list to potentially win bigger prizes from the Steven Crypto Show. And, uh, just a reminder, this weekend, come out, see us at the Meeker Street Nerd Party in Kent, Washington. I believe it's 3 to 7 p.m. And it's going to be a freaking blast. And with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up here. Remind you guys, go follow us on social media. Go spread the word about the show. Visit Patreon. Visit Buy Me a Coffee. And leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to the Stephen Crypto Show. And we thank you guys for listening. We are out.